Hello and welcome back to another episode of Stories of Mahabharat. Today it's such a beautiful day. I just had kept the door open for a bit and I could hear the birds singing and I was like, ah, oh, this is such a perfect afternoon to film this episode. I'm feeling really really blessed and let's start today's Stories of Mahabharat. So in the last podcast episode we heard about how Yudhishthira was planning to do a Ratsya Yagna. which would elevate him from a king to an emperor and while this was happening in indraprastha there was another king simultaneously planning another yagna but a different kind of yagna so who was this king you ask well this king was jarasandha and this king was the king of magdha which in present day would be uh, somewhere around orissa west bengal nepal bangladesh um and parts of east up as well so this king was also very powerful he had also accumulated a lot of different kingdoms under himself and he also wanted to become an emperor and also he did not like krishna because he was the one who actually burned down mathura and because of him krishna and everybody else had to move to dwarka he was a very just and capable king but he was just on the wrong side of the story i guess anyways so he plans this gigantic yagna a different kind of yagna that would elevate him from being a king to an emperor but the only difference was that in his yagna his plan was that he would sacrifice 100 kings and that would elevate him from being king to emperor he had already captured 99 kings from different kingdoms and he just was like shot one more king before he could do this and when krishna got a sniff of it and he realized that if his yagna becomes successful then obviously yudhishthira's yagna will not be successful and it would be tarnished so he sat yudhishthira down and told yudhishthira that we have to go to magdha and we have to stop king jarasandha from performing this yagna and you will have to kill king jarasandha there is no other option otherwise he'll keep coming back and then all of them decided okay here is the plan this is what will they'll do so krishna arjun and bhim decide that they will disguise as brahmins and they'll go to the kingdom of magdha and because they were disguised as brahmins they got entry inside the kingdom and they also requested an audience from the king and the king said yes and he gave them an audience and when they met they told the king that they want to fight that king and the king was like what <laughs> and they said uh, like what do you want like do you want to fight on the battlefield because i can do that like what what do you want and they said no we want one on one wrestling match but you can pick who do you want to fight amongst the three of us and jarasandha who was who was a very good wrestler he just had one look at them and he was like obviously i'm going to fight bhim because he just from the outer appearance felt that bhim would be the only one who would give him a tough fight so i said okay i'll fight bhim so what kind of match uh, what kind of wrestling match would this be because in those times there were two different kinds of wrestling matches one where you have to pin your opponent down to the floor and then you win and the other one is where you actually have to kill your opponent and only then you win the wrestling match anyway so they decided okay so what uh, they decided a game plan for this wrestling match which was they will fight for 3 to 4 hours in the afternoon till the sun goes down and then they'll rest after that so 
this wrestling match kept on going for many days so they would wake up they would have this lavish breakfast they would enjoy and they would then go have this wrestling match and then in the evening they would again come together party eat really good food and jarasandha was really spoiling them with really good hospitality and they just krishna told bhim just keep extending it like i'm really enjoying being here <laughs> so they just extend the wrestling match and they did so until one day krishna actually sat bhim down and he told him that tomorrow is amavasya which means full moon and tomorrow jarasandha's power will be multiplied and he will kill you tomorrow so today is your day today you have to kill jarasandha and bhim was like okay and the match starts and bhim is trying everything he can but jarasandha is obviously like giving him a tough match and then he, when he tries everything he, he could not kill jarasandha like it was almost impossible and then when he looked at krishna for like some sort of help krishna took a leaf and tore it in two parts and now we'll go to a little back story that will explain why krishna did this and what sort of hint was he giving to bhim so basically jarasandha actually had a very unique birth so his father wanted a son and he could not have a son so he went to a sage and the sage gave him a mango and told him that go and give this to your uh, give this to your queen and she'll bear your beautiful son so now this king goes to the kingdom but now he has two wives and he loves both of them equally and he could not decide which wife should i give the mango to so he cut the mango into pieces and gave both one both of them get preg- pregnant and when both of them give birth to a child everybody is shocked because apparently both of them give birth to half an infant and it was just a piece of meat there was no life to that infant and everybody was like so shocked and when the queen looked at this queens they looked at it they were like this is we don't even want to look at what this is they gave it to their maid and they said just go and just like um bury it in the forest somewhere just take it away from our eyes anyway so they made went to the forest instead of burying it she just laid it there she thought you know somebody might eat eat that flesh and she just came back later on there was this um cannabis cannibal um sort of i would say entity her and her name was jara and she she saw this piece of flesh and then she was like okay dinner and then she brought uh, like a piece of cloth she put both of these pieces of flesh together and then wrapped it thinking that i'll go deep in the forest and then i'll devour my dinner anyways while she's walking suddenly she hears a cries of baby coming from this piece of cloth and when she opens the piece of cloth she finds that the two half bodies have actually joined together and they've become one completely healthy alive beautiful baby she later then obviously her motherly instincts don't let her do anything to to this child and she later then finds out that this child belongs to the king and the queen so she returns it to them and the king was so grateful so grateful that he named his son after her so he named her jarasandha so hence when krishna did take the leaf and cut it into two they all knew about how jarasandha was born and so the hint that he was giving to bhim is that in order to kill him because his birth was so unique that's why it's so it's impossible to kill him all you have to do is cut his body into pieces 
So Bhim did exactly that. He cut his body into pieces and both those pieces fell down. And to everybody's shock, these pieces actually joined together and Janasandha just got up again and started fighting again. And Bhim again looked at Krishna and he was like, I will die if this continues. Like I won't be able to kill him, but he might end up killing me tomorrow. And then Krishna took another piece of leaf and he cut it into pieces, but this time he threw the pieces in different directions. So Bhim understood what Krishna was trying to tell him to do. So he did exactly that. He cut uh, Jarasandha again in two pieces, but this time he made sure that he threw the body in two different directions. And for a moment there was complete silence and everybody was like waiting to see what happens. And what happened was basically nothing. The pieces did not come together and Jarasandha was dead. After that, Krishna named his son the king and of course that kingdom of Magda now also comes under in the press now because they want it. So they got all their wealth and all their elephants and horses and with all of that, they came back to in the press. I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. It's available everywhere, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Do give it a thumbs up, leave a comment and sending you love. Bye.